Hello. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Karstcast movie cast. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Jeff. Hello. How's it going? Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, today's a really special episode because we have a new guest on the show, someone who isn't a friend of ours, someone who's um, pretty well-known in the film community on YouTube by now, Um, the ATZ show slash Let Me Explain. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, I am the A to Z show slash Let Me Explain, and I'm glad I'm glad to be here. Uh, it was funny because I had actually met Karsten I- at Sundance, and the dude's this going to true. school in Chicago, and yeah. I'm from Chicago, so it's only fair that we met what a thousand miles away from Chicago. Not in Chicago, exactly. Not yes. in Chicago at all. <laughs> and then, um, well, you're in France right now, so it's like we're just never yeah. going to meet in Chicago. We're never going to meet. That's, no, that's just how it's going to be. We'll meet at Sundance next year, hopefully. Yeah, we'll meet everywhere but Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, um, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I mean, I'm in Chicago yeah. right now, also. Sick. Well, are you from Chicago? Though? I'm from Florida. What is it with you? So he broke my heart when he's like, he's not even from Chicago. I think he said he's from Minnesota or something. I was like, oh. I am from Minnesota, yes. I'm not so even, like, I'm a fake Chicagoan. So I take it you guys, you guys know each other. Everyone's a fake Chicagoan. People from Chicago are fake Chicagoans. But uh, I take it you guys met at school, right? Uh, yeah, of. we 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 know through like mutual friends who we go to oh, okay. school. Yeah, with. Karsten lives a block and a half from me. Gotcha. Yeah, so we. Although not right now. Not right now. <laughs> yeah. That's um, but yeah. Anyways, is this your first podcast? You've been. Have you been on other podcasts before? Is this your? Uh, too many. Too many. All right. <laughs> many don't well, see the light of day. I don't think. But cool. this is. Uh, I'll put it. To, I'll put no. I'll put it to you this way. This is the most excited I've ever been to be on a podcast. How about that? Okay. Oh, cool. I, I had cool. this one notched yes. on the calendar. <laughs> I had it right there, and I said, "This Wednesday, I'm gonna be recording with Karsten." Then Wednesday yes. came. He said, "I'm sick." I was like, "All right. Well, the next Wednesday, I'm gonna be recording with Karsten." <laughs> That's how and I feel every time. Happy. Right? <laughs> he just tells me <laughs> this podcast was supposed to start a year ago. I'm a very flaky person, and I apologize for that. I, I cancel plans all the time with people. That's not good, dude. Yeah, you know, Karsten tweets, uh, get the notification, and then I, I click the notification, <laughs> and that thing's gone. The master <laughs> of the tweet and delete, I see. I do delete my tweets a lot. It's, it, you know, it, yeah. Yo, if, if I thought I was going there. crazy. I thought I was going insane. I'd be like, all right, I'm either hallucinating. No. Nope. Or these tweets are disappearing. But then at the same point, I think it was uh, when you had invited me on the podcast, I was in the middle of texting my girlfriend and she had oh, okay. just, yeah, she had just, I think she had helped me do my laundry. So in the middle of texting her, I sent you the kissy face instead. Oh. Which I'm sure you were that. aware of. <laughs> you did do I just, I, I mean, Carson I was like, okay. Carson just didn't say anything. He just rolled with it. So I was like, hey, I guess we're cool. I'm very, <laughs> I, I, I expected on one back, but no, okay. But, uh. <laughs> No, it's exciting to be here. Can't wait to talk movies, questions, all that good For stuff. For sure. Okay. Um, I wanted to, yeah, Jeff. Oh, I just realized it's taken me over three minutes, but Google Hangout Live edits this whole conversation. Like whenever someone's talking, then they appear on the screen larger. Yeah. yeah. That it does that. I've never used man. Google. That is wild. I was like, this feels <laughs> like a film. Yeah. Right. Like a this bad film. We've but... been. We used Messenger and it was pretty good, but I would say uh-huh. Google Hangouts is definitely Yeah, well last time we didn't we didn't see each other, we just talked. It was like a phone call. Yeah. No emotions at all? No None. emotions, yeah. No body language. No AI. body language. <laughs> you can't tell if they're agreeing with you or not. You're just going off on a yeah. tangent. The whole time I was just shaking my head and he couldn't tell. <laughs> um, uh. cool. Well, I've I've wanted to talk about this for a while. Um, this being Sundance. Um like, because a lot yep. of my fans know I went to Sundance, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I posted about it, and I never really talked about it, I didn't make a YouTube video on it, I'm still deciding if I should make one, but I figured having you on the on the podcast, being that you were there, I was there, this would be a good chance to kind of go through at least, like, what I saw, maybe what you saw, I know you made a video mm-hmm. about it, and mm-hmm. I would like to point out, uh, what's before up, what's we... What's <laughs> <It was> good? <laughs> before we go any further... Um, I was having a nice morning a few weeks ago, and I get some messages from some fans of mine going, you're in, hey. you're in Paris, right? Yeah, I'm in Paris, and you're uh, settled I get some in. messages uh, just enjoying my baguettes, and they're like, hey, I think um, <laughs> the ATZ show called you out in his new video. And I was like, oh, my friend, the ATZ. <laughs> uh, so I go to How your channel, he? I watch the video, and I see a roast from you um, hey, under the souvenir. I- yeah. I roasted you in person when we met. I said, you I guarantee you person, probably yeah. like the souvenir. You're like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Incredible. 
You swore yes. by it. You took your A24 hat off and we were talking about <laughs> it because you wanted to honor it that much. And I was like, I don't uh-huh. see it. You are literally the only person who I know who likes that movie. You're the only person I know who didn't like it. So that's where, <laughs> that's where I, here's, okay. For those who don't understand, which I assume is Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here too. Um, there's this movie that was at Sundance called The Souvenir. It's A24. Mm-hmm. It's got Tilda Swinton in it. It's got Tilda Swinton's daughter in it. Um, mm-hmm. It's British. And um, I saw it. I loved it. Uh, he saw it. He hated it. It's very, it's kind of all over the place in general in terms of response. I know mm-hmm. some people who hated it, some people who absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I thought it was like one of the best movies I saw there. It wasn't my favorite, and we'll get to my favorite in a little bit. Um, yeah, we will. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but um, I just want to know what you, what, what do you not like about it? Because I feel like so, you haven't fully explained to me why you don't like it. So there's the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then everything in the middle, and then the ending. Like that. That's what you don't like. <laughs> That's around the there, around that, around that ballpark. Nah. Well, I'm, I'm really curious to see what you liked about it, because to me, going into it, uh, I was able to see it the first week of Sundance, because I was able to go to both. Mm-hmm. So it was really weird, and I was like with the press people, which is a completely different world for me, right? Because they're all there talking about their outlets, and I'm like, yeah, I make YouTube mm-hmm. videos, just chilling here, just, just here to watch some movies, and yeah. completely stacked. Mm-hmm. They had to deny a whole line of people there. And I'm excited for it because some critics had said, this is fantastic. It's incredible. I think it had like the 90-something already on Rotten Tomatoes by that point. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there and about 30 minutes in, a whole row of people leave, which upset me first and foremost because I had some people with me who weren't able to get in. And then more yeah. people leave. I had counted, I want to say, in the 20s of walkouts. Now, I don't hold that against the movie because that's like industry people. Industry people come in. They're just there to like party. And they have the free passes, they get to the press, and they leave. Whatever. But I'm there. The dude next to me falls asleep on my shoulder, and the only reason I didn't boost him out was because I was using his head for my rest over here. So the movie, I think, is based off of the director's, like, life, which is cool. Yes, it is. I like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's dope. Uh, Do you like Terrence Malick's movies? I've only seen Tree of Life. Uh, Which is one of his better ones. But to me, I always feel like... Go ahead. I, I love The Tree of Life. Just wanted to say that. I If you were asking me if I like his movies, yeah. I, I really like that one. So, yeah. Like, everything after The Tree of Life, to me, is just, like, home videos that he decided to put out for the public to pay $12 <clears throat> to go see in movies. Uh, so, this one was kind of in that realm, mm-hmm. where I could tell it was her story, but it was, like, spending an evening at a couple's house, and you do not want to be there. What got me was the point where he said, sometimes I use forks. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. And I was like, it's, what am I watching? amazing line. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene See, in bed. It just, it just cuts to the scene and the guy's like, I just want to let you know that last night you were on my side of the bed. And if you could not do... I, I, I kid you not at this pace. That would be great. And she goes, okay. And it cuts to the next scene and I'm like, nah. You don't understand. Nah. Like, here's the thing. So, it's like... It's, explain it to me. <clears throat> Well, okay, I'll get to, like, that small detail stuff later, because at first, okay, what I initially, like, really loved about it, because I've, I've gone up in degrees, like, how much I, like, I, I initially thought it was pretty good, um, mm-hmm. just because, kind of like how you described it, it's like you're at this couple's dinner, and True. you don't want to yeah. be there. I think it's just, <laughs> you it's, don't... <laughs> an, it's an awful relationship. It's um, terrible. And it keeps getting worse, and that, I kind of like that about it. It's like, I, I like how it just kept me on edge. I didn't think it could get any worse. Um, sorry, there's something going on outside. But uh, it, but then it did. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was like a really raw representation of this relationship. Yeah. And I, I know that's like a generic thing to say. Like there's movies that do that all the time. But I, I just thought that this one was like very... It was that, but it was also just an entirely... It was clear that it was something else. Not I didn't know at the time... Um, and I, the mean? more I learned about it, the more like in context of like the director's life that I learned, I yeah. was like, oh, that's kind of what that was about. Um, I don't know. It just felt like every scene was like super dense and like worth talking about. I don't know. I, Did I you just like the meta was, stuff? The what? The meta stuff. Cause she is a filmmaker, right? So it's like the whole yeah, point yeah, of yeah. the movie. She's a filmmaker and, and her mom, who's also played it's her mom, Tilda Swinton. She's yeah. trying to get like money from her and she's got what we would say is an abusive boyfriend right from the start. Yeah. And as she's trying to make a 
the her movie, they're talking about characters and what makes a character relatable. Mm-hmm. So it's like what I would say is kind of a meta talk, but it's not supposed to be a meta talk about what makes a character real and what makes them not real. But these are characters, mm-hmm. but they're based off real people. That whole meta ness, that part I thought was cool. I wish there yeah. was more of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that was one of my favorite parts about it, mm-hmm. which is how, like, many, like, how many different ways you can look into it. Like, it's super yeah. meta, like you said. Um, but what I really, I just, I love the dialogue of this movie, which you clearly hate. Because I think it's just, it's doing two things. Like, okay, take that one scene. And this is in yeah. the trailer. It's the scene where they're in the bed. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, you take up, I'm not even going to attempt to do the accent. He's like, you take up this much space in the bed. I have just this little area right here. And at it's first, raw. it's just a funny little, like, casual uh, conversation between a couple. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of silly. But it's also kind of stupid. Because you're like, why are we watching this? But... Yeah. Get this, I th- <laughs> that whole, it's like conversations like that are just big metaphors for like the whole thing. The whole movie, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like he's got a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, it's kind of talking about like how, like how each person like intrudes in their life. And this is just that one scene. Like it's, I'm not yeah. even gonna, this happens almost every scene. I just love little things like that. And mm-hmm. it, it just, that seems like it happens throughout the film where I'm like, this conversation kind of very subtly feels like, there's a bigger theme to it yeah yeah it's saying something about the entire story here um and it's just stuff like that that i just love um what do you think about the fact that it's gonna have a sequel that's the one part i don't like i think that's stupid because the movie literally ends by saying part two coming soon which is funny because at sundance i know carson probably saw these when they when sundance has the spots that come before the movie and there's one where they clearly bash sequels like we're here for originality not sequels Souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> it ends that's with like an like, Avengers quote. The souvenir will return <laughs> for part two. That it literally said that. It said something it like the souvenir literally will says return. That. It's like, so funny. Oh, I don't know about that. Like that, <laughs> I but like the what It's got your boy. It's got Rob Pattinson, right? Rob Pattinson coming back, so that's what I I might yeah. like it more. Yeah, honestly, it, it might not be that bad. I like the fact that it's kind of like she's she's doing a sequel because her life isn't over yet and she wants mm-hmm. to continue her life. <laughs> like, if she's I not like, directing the souvenir part one and part two, I'm gonna be upset. That'll be an issue, yeah. It's gotta be like <laughs> Honey Boy. She's, she's gotta be filming the movie while yeah. they're in the movie. That's the second. I wanna just talk about three movies, and this is mm-hmm. a good segue. Um, the first being the souvenir. Uh, Bump set spike, I got you. Yeah, the second one being um, Honey Boy, which is one of the more talked about ones there. Um, for Jeff, who doesn't know much, yeah. it's about uh, it's about <laughs> thank you. It's about Shia LaBeouf, kind of um, already in. No, already hundred percent. Yeah, right. In. Exactly. That's all I needed to say. Um, it's not a, a direct biopic. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, That's the best it, part. Yeah, yeah. He kind of writes it based off of his childhood, and he plays. And again, this isn't his father, but he plays the father, um, who's incredibly abusive. Lucas Hedges plays um, Shia, like grown up. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was one of the saddest movies I've seen in a while. I mean, it was, you know, it's like, it was like funny at first. Cause I'm like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf. Um, but I don't know. I just look at him as a completely different person. Different after this person, movie. man. It's crazy. I, I can't look at him the same way. And it, like looking back at like his old stuff, I'm like this all, some of it still doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. He's made a few weird decisions, but I'm like, it, he's been through a horrible and again it's like we don't know if this is his exact mm-hmm. background but we gave him um, a lot of crap and then you watch this movie and you go i guess we didn't know the full story mm-hmm. kind yeah. of it what did you think of um what was i what would you think of like the performances overall because i i personally thought that shia labeouf is my first and i, I don't see this happening but he's one of my best actor contenders <laughs> um really? best supporting i don't know he for the performance his, of the dead yeah i i thought it was thought it was great I thought the kid was also fantastic. Yes, Uh, the kid. I'll just say the scene on the phone, incredible, Mm -hmm. where he's switching between the mom and the dad, and he's Mm got to pretend to be both as he's relaying the conversation. Lucas Hedges. uh, I'm going to say something, Jeff. I don't know if our friendship starts and ends here, but Lucas Hedges, (laughs) uh, finally he gave a good performance. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll say for the first time, I finally (laughs) like the Lucas Hedges performance. I'm not the biggest fan of him. And I've seen this man on Broadway. Like, I went, I said, it could just be the movies, you know? They may add 10 pounds of just not good acting. So I, I mean, decided to go see him on Broadway. I was like, nah, 
Lucas Hedges just isn't for me. I know he's the A24 darling, but I'm going to stick with my Timmy. I like That's him. Fair. He always delivers. He, Timothy Chalamet is a better actor. Thank you. But Lucas kills this performance. It's I, his performance. No, yeah. This is definitely his... I, I don't know if... Jeff, have you, did you see Manchester by the Sea? Uh, I did not. Did you see... You saw Lady Bird? Yes. Wait, okay. Jeff, 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 Jeff. <laughs> I was just listening to one of the podcasts. I take it, Jeff, you were the one who was on the last one about uh, the documentaries? Yes. Right? So you were the one who said, I only watch documentaries. I never get to the narratives. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I respect it. That, that's why he's perfect for the movie cast. We, I, yeah, I right. need no, yeah. here. You, you, I'm, I kind of round out the experience of, because you don't want every single person who listens to have to be someone who watches a lot of movies, yeah. right? You got to make exactly, sure it translates. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I just listen to this whole conversation. And... Uh, your conversation 100% translated, even if they haven't seen the films. And I'm here to let you know that. I appreciate it. Thank and you, if Jeff. we don't, just tell us to shut up. Just be like, you guys are making any yeah. sense. We yeah, gotta yeah. Cut this no, yeah. You guys shut up. Let me talk now for the next 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what I think of the souvenir trailer is. But so I'm going to go look up the lobster trailer on YouTube and watch that and give you my thoughts, guys. Be back in three. Is there is there a trailer for Honey Boy? No, there's not. There's nothing about oh. it so far. I think they're going to... Um, because I That's again, nice. I think they're gonna like. You think it'll get like wider distribution, right? Has to. It has to. Yeah. So I think they're gonna yeah. drag this out a bit until maybe it's a little bit closer to award season. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't really know how the whole distribution yeah, process works that well. Um, Under the Silver Lake, still getting released <laughs> a year later, like. <laughs> yeah, I, especially when it's one of the more indie people, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This was uh, an amazing film. I think of all the films I saw, it's it's gonna be the one that. And assuming it gets a big distribution, like, film Twitter will like the Mm most. Um, They have to. I don't see how you don't. They're going to eat that shit up. Um. (laughs) And the beauty of it is that, because I was at South by, and I've also been, uh, like, talking about this one a lot. He's also in another movie called Peanut Butter Falcon, which Mm. got, like, Best of Fest over there and everything. So he's got two, as of now, Honey Boy and Peanut Butter Falcon that it's, I've been calling it the LaBuffissance. Like he's he's coming back, dude. He's got a one-two punch right now. If he's got any, if he comes out with another commercial, then this man's just yeah. taken over at the end of twenty nineteen. I definitely see a big Shia LaBeouf comeback in the. I mean, it feels I, I right. Will, after at least, if more people see Honey Boy, which I'm assuming they will, mm-hmm. I I look at him after that movie as like a more serious actor than I did before. So yeah. the more people that see, I don't know. Yeah, um, be good. <laughs> but Wall because Street I don't want to, that's what we need. Money still <laughs> money is still not sleeping. <laughs> um, because I don't want to keep this going on for too long, I want to get to the more the one I really want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, which is this film called Greener Grass. Um, it was Fire. It, it was my favorite movie I saw at Sundance. It's one of it was my favorite movie of the year for a long time. It it might come. It, we're still in the early. Mm-hmm. bits of the year but um doesn't matter I-, I thought this film was so weird and i just want to say a little backstory i almost didn't see it you convinced me to see it because i was going to see wounds that army mm-hmm. hammer like cell phone thriller movie yeah um i heard it was horrible so i just oh, well, we were gonna ticket. go to the same screening <clears throat> we were yeah and i said i don't want to see you at the screening go see this movie instead <laughs> i don't want to hang out with you please go to a different screen <laughs> dude you made the right decision wounds and, was terrible keep going uh, yeah i i have no words to see it but this i don't know to, if i'm gonna best describe it, it's like an adult swim skit mixed with like i i, I don't want to say david lynch it just had like the spontaneity of mm-hmm. a david lynch film i would say um but a lot funnier a lot just like careless it just didn't give a single shit <laughs> and like oh my goodness i kind of love that about it what would you put it really well what did you say about it you said something about so, it being like the best movie ever but oh it's the worst <laughs> movie at sundance the best movie at sundance the most underrated movie at sundance and soon to be <laughs> the most hyped cult classic movie there is yeah. to me it was because uh, i think it <clears throat> jeff you don't know anything about this i know nothing about it Okay, after Not this... A, nobody knows anything about it, really. Nobody knows. But there's a short film that they made for this called Greener Grass as well. It's on Vimeo. It's pretty much the whole movie in, like, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It delivers everything, and it's hilarious. If you like that, I just saw the first 
minute of it with the baby scene. And I said, I'm buying tickets to go see this movie. We go see the movie. The feature film adaptation, obviously more things are fleshed out. Every joke hits way harder. Every mm-hmm. joke is just funnier. The best way I could describe this movie, uh, to piggyback off what you said, it's like if David Lynch had a Comedy Central special. Yes, And they let exactly. him do whatever he wanted. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen the... Um, there's a YouTube video about what it's like to speak English. Mm-hmm. Or what English sounds like to non-English speakers. Yes, but I know exactly me- what you're talking about. You know what I mean? About. But it's meant for us Americans and they, they <clears> do <throat> like... It doesn't make any sense, but you're like, mm-hmm. huh, that's what, me, what we must sound like to people who don't speak English. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like if aliens were watching over us and they had a guess, if they knew nothing of us, this would be their interpretation of us. Yes. And I have yes. so many theories on the soccer ball, on the pet. <laughs> I think the whole thing is a metaphor, yet it's a slap in the face to anyone who thinks that movies are metaphors. The movie is everything and nothing at the same time. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of my best ways of selling it is by telling the story of when my friends met the directors. Who uh, the directors are also the, the the two main actresses in the movie. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn Dibber, whatever they're. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember the um, last name. If you saw both of them, you can't confuse them with someone else. Like one is extremely tall, the other one is a brunette, blonde. Uh, they meet her. She's standing with the producer, and they go, "Hey, we really liked your movie." And she goes, "What movie?" Like the, we just saw the movie. You're wearing the same clothes that we just. He's like, um, is it the greener grass movie? Everyone keeps saying I look just like that director, <laughs> but I'm just a librarian here. And my friends go, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I I had no idea." They leave her alone, and she googles herself, cause it is her. She keeps the bit up and goes, "Huh, I do look a lot like her." And it's the actually... next day. It's her the whole time. She is so funny. She doesn't stop at the movie. She keeps this bit on because instead of getting praise and recognition, she'd rather make you a part of her sketch. They're the funniest directors out right now. I don't know how else to explain it. My friends just saw the movie again last night. They swear that they never did that. (laughs) I just... I love how... I don't know. It was like one of the funniest... No, it, it like top five funniest films I've ever seen. I'd say. Yeah, I, I I'll comfortably say that. It's just, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's definitely mm-hmm. like my sense of humor. That's why I think it'll be like a cult cla- cause it's, classic. Easily, it's not gonna fly over well with. Cause like I it, told my mom about Sundance and I told her about this film and she's like, oh, I can't wait to see it. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't. I love. Hey, maybe don't wait. <laughs> I just don't think that's. Yeah, I don't know. Try but to explain it, did, it to Jeff if you could. If you had to give a <laughs> synopsis of it. Yeah. Um, so it's like these two moms, uh, living in suburbia and one of them, everyone wears braces. Every adult wears braces. For some reason, everyone in the world wears braces, all adults that is. Mm -hmm. Um, and this woman just gives her baby to her friend, just gives her baby to her friend. She says, do you want the baby? Yeah. And she she just gives her the baby. Just gives the baby. (laughs) There's like this weird woman. That may be haunting them. Like, that haunts them throughout the thing. They, Their son turns into a dog at some point. <clears throat> Beck Bennett is addicted to drinking pool water. <laughs> pool water because he thinks it tastes better than regular water. It's, <laughs> there's, it's, you can't describe this movie, but the beauty of it is that there's a short film out on Vimeo. And yeah. like, if anyone who's listening to this, and especially you, it's, Jeff, but I'm going to as soon as we're done with this podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, watch the short. Technically, <laughs> you're the... I'm the only person that you guys are sure that is listening to this. 100%. <laughs> but before Karsten's mom and my mom listens to the podcast and they know more about it, yeah, it's it's on Vimeo. And I think the first minute alone will be enough to be like, I'm I'm, I'm buying tickets to yeah. when this comes out. Uh, turns out they, they're releasing it in September. They're aiming for a September release. Okay. Really? Because I know it got picked up yesterday. by IFC Midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Which has made me so happy because I was re- mm-hmm. I was genuinely worried this film wasn't going to go anywhere. So this made yeah. me very happy. Um, Dude, I have seen Neon and A twenty four. They come in clutch, <laughs> especially Neon because I'm going for Neon. Uh, Neon's good and uh, Annapurnia. Oh, they're, uh, they're goats. They're, they're great. Except they, they kind of they did Phantom Thread. <clears throat> I I it's kind of I feel bad for them because both of their movies kind of bombed at the same time. Those movies Which being. Ones? Beale Street and Vice. They both released them at like the same time, and I think they both bombed at the box office. 
But um, still a great, great distribution company. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, I just, I, I could, I, I, I what it's, mm, it's so frustrating because I want to keep going on about greener grass, but it's so hard to do that when I know nobody really owl, has seen yeah. it. It's going to be so much easier when I can rewatch it. Um, and when other people can see it and we can all just admire it and people will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll so know what I'm you're talking about. I'm just going to leave it at that for now. <laughs> Jeff will know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, anyways, Sundance was great. I, I hope you had a great time. It seemed like you had a really good time. I'm really looking forward to next year. Um, I loved it because I met him and he was like, yeah, I'd seen your video about uh, what to do at Sundance. And I was like, dope. What did you follow? Nothing. No, I didn't follow any <laughs> He told me no. what his schedule was and I was like, dude, you were doing, like, there's, there's Sundance, there's your first time at Sundance. Then there's the Carson way of doing Sundance where this man stayed on the Absolutely. complete opposite end. I stayed in the Kimball Junction, which is 15 minutes away from Park City. And For I those who don't know, yeah, yeah. Half of my movies in Park City and half of them in Salt Lake City, which mm-hmm. is a 30 minute... 40, yeah. It's far. 35 or so car ride away. Uh, some of which were at like 11 at night. So mm-hmm. I would be driving home at like 1 a.m., <laughs> it's a fun experience though you learn yeah no it was a fun experience um but it's a it's beautiful i, I recommend <clears throat> everyone listening jeff no yeah to go to sundance yeah utah is beautiful it's the best it's great movies good vibes um we're gonna move on to some q a's um just because i we talked about sundance a good amount and i know i had some really interesting questions i wanted to get to um now, this first one, I think, could go to all of us. Um, it's primary criteria for what makes a great film. Um, I know, Jeff, you don't, you're not like a film critic, but, I mean, you still watch movies. You have yeah, every <laughs> now and then I'll watch a, I'll watch a film. You what? Watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> sit down and watch a movie, yeah. Um, so I was just wondering uh, if anyone has anything to say about that. What, what, would you, what are the things you look at when you're kind of watching a movie, and what would you just use to describe it as good? I'm curious, Jeff. Like, what was the last like movie, be it documentary or anything, that like intrigued you? Yeah, and yeah. Did yeah. it deliver on that intrigue? Uh, and I mean, this is we covered this in our last uh, podcast, but I mean, I watched Free Solo like two uh, mm-hmm. two weeks Incredible. ago. Incredible! I yeah. love that movie. So I mean, that would have been the last one. I mean, that one, of course, that's kind of a a, a unique compared to filmmaking i mean that's unique because because the intrigue comes from the fact that you know it's a documentary and that you feel like the guy's gonna die at any moment mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily mm-hmm. the same kind of thing that draws you into a narrative film where you don't think this actor might in real life die mm-hmm. <laughs> unless we're talking about like the revenant yeah. Is that what, <laughs> yeah or like yeah, a jackie probably. chan movie yeah yeah is that why you think you're drawn more to documentaries and probably say more narrative films or not necessarily i wouldn't even say necessarily i'm drawn more to documentaries it's just <clears throat> in the last year i think i've just seen a lot more of them they just saw happen um yeah, yeah i don't it's yeah it's a great year know. for documentaries yeah oh it's been dude and this year's even crazier you yeah. still missed my favorite movie from sundance was a documentary my favorite one of my favorite movies from south by was who let the dogs out a documentary figuring out who is the person who let the dogs out in that way, it's about the. Are uh, you so serious? it's like about them going to the, like the Baja men. <laughs> no, it's about them going to the people who the Baja men stole it off, who stole it off someone else, who stole it off someone else, who stole it off someone else, and it turns out like by the end of the movie they say you, you let, you the, let dogs the dogs out, out. and you come out <laughs> believing I did let them out. It's wild. This year is like, I, I said it. I, I'm like yo, if if a documentary isn't nominated for best picture <clears throat> within the next two years. Like, I'm, what are we doing as a society? It makes me hyped, honestly. That that great. documentary sounds very up my alley. <laughs> and Amazing Jonathan is a documentary within a documentary within a documentary. I don't know how else oh. to describe Like, you, you, all of you guys are going to love it. It's incredible. <clears throat> but na- what about narrative-wise? Like, What was the last, like, uh, feature for you? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Just looking back. Um, Didn't you see Spider-Man? No. <laughs> But he has to like it also. It's about like what he likes within the movie. Oh yeah. Oh man. I don't I've needed this question beforehand, Karsten. I Here. I thought I messaged it to you. Here, as you think about it, yeah, uh, you guys me, you guys go. Yeah. So it's like I watch a lot of movies from yeah. like indie films to the big blockbusters to movies no one's heard about and stuff. Right. So to me, like my biggest thing is seeing the director's passion in it. 
which is very subjective, but um, something like Peanut Butter Falcon that may not be seen by a lot of people. I like when that guy comes out and shakes everybody's hand at the theater, which obviously you're not mm-hmm. going to get when you're watching it at VOD, but yeah. you can see that relays it. You, you can see that in the movie. Um, I may not be the biggest fan of a certain genre, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. I can see that the people in there love what they're doing, then that's great. I never really hate a movie. I get disappointed by movies, right? But mm-hmm. I'm not one who believes that Zack Snyder's out there making the worst things possible. I think he's making movies that he likes, mm-hmm. and he's just also maybe delusional. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of filmmakers... Uh, for example, The Souvenir. I'm not mad at The Souvenir. I just do not relate with that story at all. That's and that fair. makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. No, I would... I mean, that actually does bring me to something I can uh, build on top of. Uh, in terms of, yeah, like, director's passion, where you can tell that, like, they're making yes. this this film for a reason for themselves, and it's not just, like... Mm-hmm. They're not making it for the audience, necessarily. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's... Obviously, there's crossover appeal, which is why anyone likes any kind of art. But um, yeah. it's not it's not like Transformers where, you know, they're just making it just feels like a product. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, one, uh, this is again, this is like months and months this is like six months ago. But a film I saw last year that made me feel like that was eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Would you, like, would you like it? I feel like I did the preamble where I talked about, you know, the reason before I said the, the title. It was more of a reveal, wasn't it? Reveal. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Reveal right no, but I no, mean, I agree with you. it's something that, I mean, you could, again, you could feel that it was a, there was a, you know, a personal kind of <clears throat> message about just the awkwardness of, mm-hmm. uh, some early, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, adolescence. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Karsten? What I draws would... you to the cinema? <laughs> Sounds like a weird ad campaign. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I'm i pretty much in the same camp. I think if to have a clear-cut answer, I'd say when the director has a clear vision and tone and that's executed well, mm-hmm. I think that's enough to say, like, that's a that movie worked. Like, that's a good movie. Um, <clears throat> it's like... It, it, how do I describe this? I don't know. Um, I, like... Uh, sorry, I'm completely blanking. Like, yes, I don't know, something I'm like glad Mandy. that you were. I, I'm not the only one who was blanking. <laughs> right, <laughs> something like Mandy that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, very unique film, very different film. It's kind of mostly atmospheric. Uh, and but the thing is, I think all of that, especially when putting into consideration Panos, the director, his other work beyond the Black Rainbow, that's kind of like how he does things. This was completely his. Yeah, he wasn't trying to make a big. While that is the case in the second half, like there, it's very actiony, and there's you know chainsaw fights, like that wasn't his intention was to make an atmosphere, um, and you know some people don't like it because of that, but I think like being that he wanted to make a moody movie, like he kind of did that. Like I was very much in that world, um, yeah. and that's just an example. Um, but also just, B, second point is just consistency. Like I love consistency in a film um when it has a very clear tone and voice which is why i love things like greener grass a lot um, yeah is because it's just it has a has a voice it has a way of doing this and it sticks to that throughout the entire thing but makes it entertaining it's why i love yorgos movies um mm-hmm. like the favorite is, is he has yeah you, you get the point i already explained it but that's basically it that i can think of um mm-hmm. in terms of like bigger ways i look at films i have one more answer Miniatures. Miniatures. Yep. <laughs> instead of instead of VFX. <laughs> instead of VFX, you know Terry Gilliam. Oh, okay. I thought that was like the name of the movie. I was like, man, this guy goes way back. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Any uh, film so makes it makes it automatically watchable. What about stop motion? <laughs> you don't want to consider uh, that the same, right? Hmm. You know, I haven't thought about it. Because <laughs> I get what you say when you say like miniatures <laughs> with Terry Gilliam and stuff. Yeah. No, I mean obviously stop motion is its own deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When okay, hey, speaking is of... it is it because of like all the work that goes into it? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just I'm a big fan of it. It's it's more of like because it, obviously I'm just talking about using mm-hmm. it for like a quick part of like a scene. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so for me, I don't know. I feel like miniatures just uh They get the job done. It's, yeah, it's Do like a, it's be... like a little thing within a film. Have you ever been, uh, you've been to New York? I've been to New York. Both of us have been Uh, to New York. Have you been to the Moving Image Museum? Yes. Oh. Wait, wait, who said yes, who said no? (laughs) 
<laughs> I just heard yeah. two separate answers. Uh, yeah, I've, you've been to it. Yeah, I've been there. Dude, have you seen the miniatures that they have there for all oh, the one for Blade Runner? Oh, man. They have the entire city in there, and they show you the wires and how they shot like the serious? opening sequences. Bro, I was like nerding out. I was like, how this is sounds... this place? How is there not a line out of this place? And then they had the Muppet exhibit. They had uh, recently, what was the Coen Brothers Netflix movie? Because they had well, all the costumes. Drugs. Dude, oh man. I don't know when was the last time you guys went to there, but I feel like it, every film fan should be ago. there. Like every season, because they bring in new stuff. Yeah, because I don't think any of that stuff was there when I went. Because I, I went in like... 2012 or something oh okay yo they have some crazy i yeah. touched freddy krueger's sweater lady yelled at me I, w- I wasn't sure if it was because i wasn't supposed to or because it's really haunted i was like oh wait i to wash my hands that place is beautiful for anyone who's uh, going to new york or lives in new york the museum of the moving image that Fantastic. sounds extremely my shit have so, you <laughs> have you guys been to, like you've been to like the miniatures room at the art institute right yeah no i just what? discovered no? that this last winter and I went down there. It's the best and I was part of the whole away. museum. It is the best part. I will say that. Apparently, like Wes Anderson loves it as well. Yeah. Well, I gotta go. There's like Dude, a I'm kind of hyped. He's filming a new movie in uh, France right now, or not now? But yeah, soon. we. Yeah, we mentioned that last time. Oh, we did. That's right. <laughs> That's how excited. <laughs> what if we just try to make I'm each so... podcast as close to like the last one as possible and see if people like notice? <laughs> we just talk about like the same things. We'll just upload uh, the same file twice yeah. and see if anyone. But we just cares we just like change the pitch slightly, just like pitch it yeah. up a little bit. And they like bash the previous one. This is so much better than the last one. The last one you guys were just dragging. Yeah. Just change the theme song, like we all. Um, we should do like an acapella theme song. Like we should oh, yeah. we should try that now. Actually, like we all just hit the same note by itself. I really, you, know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he, oh. says, he says I'm feeling a cold coming. Politely in. opt out of that. <laughs> <laughs> just be Jeff. Um, okay. So this next one is uh, more for me and Arturo because uh, Jeff does not have a YouTube channel. Um, not that you know yet. of. Not that, uh, yeah. yeah, you could be a big YouTuber that's anonymous and that we don't. He's Captain I, I Christian. Have, you don't one, even know, dude. I have one subscriber. <laughs> it's my oh, mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he texts right now, mom. What? Mom. <laughs> His mom's listening to it like yeah yeah she comments um, on every video oh yeah. <laughs> do better like your mom's directed <laughs> your jail <laughs> unsubbing all right yeah um, i'll take five you guys got this take five <laughs> this question is what would you do if you didn't have a youtube channel um gonna leave this one what one up to you to start uh i probably have three kids by now probably they'd be my product <laughs> Because I almost feel like, and I think you feel the same way, like you take care of this channel so much, and especially on your end, because it's your name. It's never really been my name. It's secretly my name, because ATZ are my initials, uh-huh. but no one yeah. knows that, you know what I mean? Anyone right, can right, make right. it anything they want. People think it's like from A to Z, and I've played it off and stuff like that. But like for you, yeah. it's your name. Mm-hmm. You are the brand. Like you know, I followed you when you did the whole switch over from just flipping switches to then it being about <laughs> you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we treat it like a, a child almost. Mm-hmm. So I definitely. Like if I wasn't doing this, yeah. I like I think about how terrifying it is when I see YouTubers get cop, uh, not they get like strikes on their channel, mm-hmm. and after like three people know this, You're it's done. gone. I just think that's a terrifying. I because like a video is fine. Like I, mm-hmm. I do care about my videos a lot, but if they they're gone, it's fine. But mm-hmm. to take away if my channel the just channel? gets deleted, nah. <laughs> we coming in guns blazing no 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 it's just so like yeah too, i mean yeah. I, I would say yeah, and i'm sure you would agree you'd still be doing something in movies something in Definitely. filmmaking something in yeah. storytelling um mm-hmm. i had gone to school for teaching i was supposed to teach and i did teach oh for yeah a year. that's right and then i realized i hated children so i decided <laughs> to go do something else and uh that's what eventually led me up to this uh and then i i guess you just you just grow it but i, I think storytelling mm-hmm. in, in some fashion yeah yeah another, for sure I mean, yeah, I, I think we've both been interested in film before mm-hmm. we and started And you do stuff YouTube outside channel. of YouTube. I do stuff outside of YouTube. Yeah, we, we both but do. <laughs> to answer the question, I'd say I'd, I'd be doing a podcast. So I think we'd be <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I mean, without the... If I, if I didn't have a YouTube channel, I'd just be doing something else pretty similar, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like, I really... I like 
making things like this. I, I really like making videos. Um, so I would be doing something in that fashion if it weren't on YouTube. And working uh, at Portillo's. That's <laughs> working at That's Portillo's. That's the dream, okay. baby. That's the dream right there. <laughs> Free food. Um, cool. Well, yeah. That was a pretty simple answer. Um, I want to finish this off with a fun one, which is uh, what is your favorite? And Jeff, I I know you've seen them. Oh, this one. I'm, I'm ready for this. You're ready for the Okay, cool. Favorite A24 movie. Uh, <laughs> you ready? Jeff, would you like to start? Yeah, I have uh, I have like three that I will okay. give you as my top three. I Sweet. like it. I mess I with like that. that. I like, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. when you yeah. ask someone what's your favorite and they go, I'll give you three. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll even give you a reverse countdown just to make it more dramatic. Oh, fuck. Yes. And I'm going to start with an honorable mention that uh, is, is uh, so the honorable mention. So I guess four. I have four. Wow. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to, to match <laughs> he that. He names every A24 yeah. production now. Uh, so the Florida Project. Uh, that one yes, is solid. interesting to me mainly because I'm from Florida and I also lived in Orlando mm. for four years. So, like, it's, it really captured, like, the vibe uh, mm-hmm. of the place. The problem is I just hate the ending of it so much. Why? Uh, the way it's shot? Or? Yeah, well, it's just, like, it's clearly just someone, like, running with an iPhone. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's just, Have like, you ever heard his interviews where they keep asking no. him about Tangerine, and he's like, can we can we stop? I made one movie with an iPhone. I want to be known for something else. Then he makes <laughs> Florida Project, and they're like... <laughs> yeah. And it's like the thing you you, you come away with it is that oh that yeah. last shot was shot on an iPhone like it's so so bad that like <laughs> the actual technical element of it is like the thing that you notice first yeah which is that's fair not what you want when you're making a movie especially after you just saw a movie that looks gorgeous yeah it's a it's a the very colors. good movie except for the last three minutes mm. and mm. that's like the ending is the problem like that's the thing yeah, that you're yeah. like you saw most recently when you leave so anyways uh. That's- that's just you know overall i liked it but like it, i can't put it on the list okay so number three <laughs> swiss army man yes oh, okay. yes yes hey, there you go. that's yes. one of mine too. i've seen some movies baby let's go uh yeah that's, that movie's amazing and then because of course apparently i'm now known as the doc guy even though i don't watch that many documentaries uh-huh. uh number two is the oasis documentary they they did really yeah it's called I super Sonic. i've never seen this so when I was uh, like 13, 14, I was very into the English rock band Oasis. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, so yeah, they released a documentary a few years ago and it's, it's really good. I saw it. It was in theaters for one day. I bought okay. tickets at the music box. Uh, then I realized I was going to be hey. in Austin, Texas. So I gave those <laughs> tickets to someone else and then I bought tickets and watched it in Austin, Texas. Sick. Wow. So I really album? funded. Huh? Where'd you see it in Texas? Uh, it ooh, it was like one of those like very hipstery theaters. Oh, okay. I forget what it was called, but it's like one of those ones where it's like you know, it's like a bar is in the theater and they do like table service and. The Alamo Draft House. Yes, it was the Alamo Draft House. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it was was a cool theater. I think right there. It's a dope theater. Yeah. Uh, so would you say for someone who doesn't really follow that genre at all, would it be a cool documentary uh, to watch and like yeah oh yeah because again oasis was a huge band and it's just yeah. like and also they were just like crazy people so it's just it's just a it's a fun documentary because then also okay. like in 2009 they broke up and the band was mainly like two brothers so like one who wrote all the songs and one who was the lead really? singer um okay. and they like have not talked to each other for like 10 years so that they really? yeah so they, these they recorded like there's you know the interviews are they're like not in the same room and you just hear like both sides of it, and it's it's really interesting. And also yeah. the way it's okay. like I want to check this out. Yeah. Oh, dude, I have it. If you want to borrow it when in when I get what, back eight, eight weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, also the way it's mixed, like when they get to the the music parts of it, like it just like gets like blasted. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, I'm a big fan. Cool. Yeah. So that's number and, two. Uh, uh, number one. Ladybird. Ladybird, oh, okay. that's a Makes all sense. right, cool. Yeah, Makes sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, not really a good reveal. I feel like the Oasis one should have been number one because then no one no one would have <laughs> expected that's more that. Pro- yeah, it was unexpected. Ladybird's like, oh yes, of course, of course, Ladybird. Ladybird yes, yeah, yes, yeah, of course. You're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That is uh, a great movie, undeniably great. Yep. I met someone who didn't like it um, in my really? program that I'm here with. Who was it? Is, they say why? Do I know it's them? A cookie. Cookie what? didn't not like it, but. She was like, it's not amazing. So I was like, okay. 
Anyways. Um, shout out Cookie feedback. if you're listening. Shout out Cookie. Cookie does not <laughs> listen to this. I can get <laughs> Shout out Cookie. Um, all right. You want to go next? Art? Uh, Barely Lethal. It's an A24 movie. Very under the radar. I'm just kidding. And you guys don't even know Barely <laughs> Lethal. Like, so the, jo- the joke doesn't even work. It's, it's like, a, what the fuck? <laughs> dude, search up Barely Lethal right now. Doing Barely Lethal is right. an A24 movie that's a spy kids drama starring... Uh, dude, oh I don't even God. know who's in it. I have to search it up. It's got Haley Steinfeld. Si- yeah, yes. Haley Steinfeld, Jessica Alba, Samuel L. Jackson. And it's Sophie a PG-13 Turner. action adventure about an adolescent with special operations who fakes her own death. That she. It's a Disney Channel original movie, but it's got the A24 name on it. Does it? I don't know what happened. Real question: Does it have? Does this? Does it have the A24 intro before it starts? It's on Netflix. <laughs> you might be able to check it out. Because that'd be so really funny. <laughs> it, it, it might actually be on there. Wow. No, my my uh, actual favorite, and I just want to make sure that it is actually by A24. So let me check it here. Right. Uh, I gotta confirm. Oh no, it's not. Damn it! I always thought Enemy wow. was an A twenty four movie. I guess it's not. Is but it I'm not? Say so was, I always thought it was. I'm pretty sure it is. Huh. Uh, if it's know. not, this is me just mentioning A twenty. Oh, it is A twenty four. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, cool. it, then this enemy? is my favorite because it's always between this and Swiss Army Man. Uh, this is my f- Enemy is my favorite Denny movie. Uh, mm. I love it. Hot take. It's incredible. Uh, this is what us tried to be. It's one of the best movies uh, put out there. I, I think it deals with the subconscious perfectly. It's, yeah, it's great. That's my favorite. Good choice. I have not. It's the one, not the one, but it's one of the more bigger uh, Denny Villeneuve movies I've ever seen. No, yeah. I'm jealous. I can't wait to. I know. You. I want to. Dude, see I saw it at the music box. You saw it at the music box. Oh wow. Do, I mean, you guys have all been to the music box. Oh, of course, yeah. Dude, when you watch this, I watched It Follows and Enemy at the Music Box. I feel like I'm in the movie. Like I, th- I swear it's haunted. The music box is haunted. Oh, like without 100%, a doubt. Yeah. So every time I watch a movie there, the small theater room is one of the creepiest rooms in my opinion. It's not it's right. Just, it's but it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah but I can't wait to watch of... another movie there. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, did you see Mandy there? I did see Mandy in the small Lucky. theater. I, I, yeah. yeah. That's like it's... a place to see a movie like that. Yeah, it'll probably be back. The Music Box loves that movie. Um, I just saw The Beach Bum there uh, with Harmony Kareen at the screening. Oh, um, sick. Very odd dude. He came up and he started playing drill music out of the microphone. Uh, and you could barely hear it and it was really awkward and no one was laughing. And then he got up there and then he talked about how much he loves to burn money and how he hates filmmaking and then he left. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a great experience. <laughs> so this uh, man came out playing Chief Keef to people who don't listen to Chief yeah, Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Everyone was like, um, uh, okay. Sir, we're um, on the north side of Chicago, not the south right, side. Right, right. Music Box is uh, not the place for that. He was like, Chicago. We were like, oh, well, that's not. Yeah, us. it's the wrong part of <laughs> yeah. Chicago, my friend. Um, I once ate sushi from the Jewel Osco across the street from that Music <laughs> from Box. Music Box? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that good? It was okay, actually. No, it wasn't okay. really. It wasn't really noteworthy, except for I just noted it. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, cool. So, um, oh yeah, your number one, Karsten. What you got? Uh, for a long time, it was Moonlight, and I still do love Moonlight, and it probably mm-hmm. goes back and forth, because um, it was the one that got me really into it. Into- um, but I'm gonna say it. Uh, Climax, the movie that just. <laughs> came out um, by Gaspar Noé. Uh, you know, this is probably going to go back, but um, right now I'm kind of riding the hype train. I really like that movie. Uh, for reasons I can't even... I'm, oh, I'm kinda there's, s- there's another question in the chat. It says, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, it's terrifying. It's a, it's I a had horror. an anxiety attack. Yeah. And you exactly. like that? I saw it twice. I saw, <laughs> I saw it. Get this. You're gonna you're gonna lose your shit. I saw it at 11 a.m. the first time. Uh, loved it, and took my girlfriend the next time, and it was. It was I don't know. I Bro. I was just I am in What'd love with think? this movie. What'd what did she think? she think? She basically went through the same process I went through, where she got out of it and she, well, she hated me. She was like, well, I hate, why? Mm-hmm. Why did you take me to that? And I was yeah. like. I'm sorry. I'm like, I, 
I just, I, you knew how much I liked it. I wanted you to I see I wanted it. to see how far yeah. this relationship would go. I was, uh, yeah, I was like, I want to see how much I can push it. Um, but then I gave it two days, and now she actually kind of likes it. She doesn't love it as much as I, she does not think it's a masterpiece. I, I do. Um, if you were to sell it to Jeff, what would you say? It's a, it's a dance party where everyone gets, takes spiked LSD. Like, I'll just be straight up, like... Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. And, and um, if I were to if I were to tell Jeff, I'd be like, "You actually feel the LSD." Yeah, you're at the party. You're, <laughs> it's, sca- it's dangerously accurate, bro. It's, it's yo, this. I want to claustrophobic. It's claustrophobic. It's I was nauseating. Nauseous. It's nauseating. It's. But you liked it. And you said you said you know what, round two, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna bring I a said, loved you one. You know what? I want to do that again. Um, crazy. Yeah. And number know. one. I'd say Out so. of all of their movies. I mean, again, right now I'm, I'm just riding the hype train. Uh, I just wanted to talk. I wanted an excuse to talk about it. But yeah, I would say right now it's number one. You have to admit, just alone, that the first dance scene is phenomenal. Oh, the choreography the is The one shot. The whole second half of that movie is a one shot. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's why it makes you feel so claustrophobic. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um... Yeah, and, and I've just, there's like things I picked up on the second viewing. Like, okay, here's the thing. You know that scene? Well, okay. I'll, I'll, um, I'll say, skip ahead if you don't want spoilers right here. I'll, I'll do a little time code in the thing. Uh, skip around to around 53 minutes, 34 seconds if you want to avoid some mild spoilers. Thanks. 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 Um, thanks, thanks but thanks, so thanks, you know how the Berlin lady, um, I don't think Jeff, Jeff, do you care if I spoil it? No. Okay. Like, to be completely <laughs> honest with you, I won't even remember what you're talking about. But go okay. ahead. Okay. The the short blonde um, Berlin woman is the one who uh-huh. spiked the LSD, as you find yeah. out in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that, watching it again is so crazy because she's consi- she's always on the dance floor, and it just makes the whole thing seem so much more like demonic. Like she seems clearly like in control of the whole situation. Yeah. The perspective like, that, is completely different. There's this one scene. That made no sense to me the first time I watched it, and I think you know what I'm talking about. Where they're, they're, the trip starts happening, like this is the like when it first starts happening, and she just urinates on the floor, and she just stares at everybody and just urinates. And at first I was like, that's just fucking weird, dude. That's if just, you're watching this, you're just going like, what I I'm paid? Just, I was just for this. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Um, but second time viewing, I was like, oh, so she's like, and I could be completely wrong here, but I'm like, she's marking her territory. <laughs> probably that, dude. exactly probably. that yeah and i'm like at first it's like kind of goofy the first time i watched it but the second time i'm like this is crazy like this is so powerful <laughs> and i <laughs> powerful i was Just, moved i was moved by that yeah anyways um hopefully none amazing, of the other people listening film. were mad that you spoiled it though because you had me but i guess we i'll didn't. put in i'll put in a time code uh, i'll say skip ahead if you don't want it to yeah they were yeah yeah. Thumbs like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the uh, only one listening. You, or maybe you saved some people. I might have. Yeah, <laughs> but I gave them some time. Really, I was. Just, they were. They were like, Jeff, yeah. do you care? And everyone listening was like, I care. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that about answers that question. Mm-hmm. Um, and that yeah. about wraps up what I had to cover today. Um, unless you guys have anything else you'd like to say. Um. I had a quick question from uh, from a boy, the Florida boys, for Andres. He had said, "If you had a pick between Annapurna, A twenty four, and Neon." Oh, uh, well, you know me. It's A twenty four. Well, here's the what thing. I, I I do love Annapurna. Um, mm-hmm. They put I out like a lot them of. Too. Yeah. Um, they if it honestly they might no, it's like they put out like a lot of my favorite movies, but like A twenty four has put out some like favorite movie, you know like like movies that really hit with me um and a24 is just kind of a meme at this point and i, I it really is i kind of like i i think it's hilarious that a distribution company can turn into a meme like that's they they really did that goes. um dude and i, I don't, really want neon to get up there neon is on its way i i don't Neon's know on its way. i've probably seen a lot of neon films i just haven't there's promise been there's aware promise, yeah uh what would Blum you say House. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Isn't it Blumhouse? Blumhouse all the way. Okay. Is it Blumhouse? I thought I it was know. Jason Blum. 
Oh, maybe it is Jason Blum. You're right, dude. I, Jason Blum's a Blum. genius. I know, like, seventy five percent of Blumhouse movies are trash. But I was gonna say, yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash. Oh, sir, do you not know the ways of the Jason Blum? My man's a genius, dude. I knew they he did, did get out. Whiplash. But... He did Get Out. He did Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Yeah. I thought Black Klansman was Anna don't, don't. I think it was. It's a co-op between uh... the two of them. Dude. They're up there. They're going up there. You know, I actually like Disney, so... Uh, dude, you beat me too. I was going to say, Disney Channel original movies <laughs> are my cup of tea. Dude, Luck of the Irish, MTV. the basketball one. Hey. <laughs> wait, this is great. Because, Jeff, Irish. you like ba- Do you? Hey, wait, Arturo, do you like basketball? Do uh, I? I'm short, so I'm trash at basketball, but I'm aware uh, of See, that. I'm That's tall, smart. but I'm bad at basketball. Uh, mm. Conundrum. Is March Madness over? Yeah. yeah. Dude, why did you bring up sports as if like you actually had a segue to sports? I know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we're well, like I'm I, we're, we're bad at cards. Like I've seen a basketball. I've, I've seen, seen a basketball. <laughs> That's the one with the stitches, right? You hit it with a bat. I've, I've played. No, no, worse. Carson. No. Yeah. Just wait till the A twenty four movie that explains it to you. You'll be. You'll be oh, okay. they're definitely gonna make a sports movie at one point. It'll be fantastic. I bet you. Their, their sports movie was mid-90s. Oh, oh sometime God. we got to um, talk about sports <laughs> movies. I will have so much to say. We should do Ooh. that. We should actually do a sports movie episode. Yeah. Cool. All right. How about this? Let's uh just have, just name one random sports movie that's like not that popular that you like. Uh, I have an answer. McFarland USA. Uh, came out like. So- <laughs> oh, is that the running one? <laughs> it's not actually that great. Is it the, the one about like cross country? Yeah, it's actually kind of stupid. Is it Disney? Stupid. I don't think it's Disney. But uh, it came out a few years ago. My mom took me to go see it. Because I was like, whatever. Um, and it was just ridiculous. And like the most, the cheesiest thing. I don't know. It's not bad, though. I wouldn't say it's bad. I don't watch sports movies. That's just the first one that came to my mind. Besides, I can't like, think of Air one Bud. that's like under the radar. But like, yeah. I grew up living uh, the Sandlot. <laughs> Oh, of course. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends. That, yeah that, totally. Yeah. Uh, mine, uh, this is not even close to my favorite sports movie, but Mystery Alaska. It's this, like, okay. re- it's like this overly, like, formulaic 90s uh, hockey movie starring Russell Crowe, where it's like this, this, <laughs> it's like this ragtag team of, like, hockey players from this random Alaskan town plays against the New York Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Just cuts. Yep. <laughs> I like this trend of, of Jeff recommending obscure movies every episode because there was Ishtar, there's this, and then last week there was that one Beatles mockumentary you said. Oh, yeah, The Ruddles. Yeah. I love this I love this bit. Yeah, so of all the ones I've recommended, uh, Mystery Alaska is by far the worst. Oh, okay. No, It's not very <laughs> right, good. We won't, we, it's we like you, it's, you will know exactly what happens like 10 minutes before it happens for every scene. Okay. It's one of those. Gotcha. Sounds Russell Crowe. Right. On skates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that about does it. If unless anybody has anything else to say, we're running around an hour. This is maybe our longest episode. I think which it is, is great. Someone I, in I read the questions and someone said, "Are you going to make the episodes longer?" Yeah. So the I'm, answer, yes. Hey, is and yeah. we answered your question. <laughs> Marked it off. Marked. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, um, thank you so much for being on the show, Arturo. I would sure, love. Man, I don't know about Jeff, but I would definitely be down to have you on again. Um, 100%. I feel like we I mean, just yeah. 100%. scratched the surface of what there is to talk yeah. about here. Um, One day when we're all in Chicago. Yeah, we get to be in the same Honestly, room. No, no, this no. Summer. We'll all still be in Chicago? Yeah, we could St- be in the same Skype. <laughs> we should do one while we're doing an activity that last episode Carson and I talked about doing. Like We should do like an episode while we're kayaking together. Yes. I'm down, bro. Talk wow. <laughs> See, we're I'm making down. moves right. now. Sweet. That that that'll change the podcast game. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. y'all are at a studio. That's interesting. We're, we're going down the, the Mississippi. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. In kayaks. In kayaks. We were se- we're not even in a canoe. We're in kayaks. We're, in we're kayaks. all we're separate. separate. We're all separate. We're in completely different locations. We could have shared one mic. On Google we did the hassle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, right. um, it's been real. Thank you guys so much sure. for tuning in. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, please. Uh, Jeff, do we want to do the thing that I proposed? 
where uh, we read a review from iTunes. Oh, no? let's do that. I kind of want to do that. Um, just to encourage people to leave to re- more, uh, yeah. more, more reviews. I'll review... Here's this one from Lee Ann Six. She said, uh, "Wow, what a good podcast! I love it. The only podcast I listen to. Thank you, Leanne. Uh, that's actually that, kind of sad. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna cut, I'm gonna cut this hey, portion. Hey, hey shout out Leanne. All right, you're a you're a true believer. It's okay. Gonna... We're glad you have this devotion. Completely cutting this bit. As the Pardon. as the guest." Leanne, I appreciate you. I appreciate you appreciating the podcast. Leanne I'm not from Six. It. Leanne Six, most certainly a bot, I can tell. Uh. <laughs> All right. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to the ATZ show and let me explain. Uh, probably let me explain at this point. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for being on, and we will see you guys in the next one. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the f-